Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back. This is The Kelly Roach Show, and I am so excited and honored to have back here with me today, Jamie Kern Lima. Jamie, welcome to the show. Kelly, thank you so much. It's so great to be here. I am excited. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you know, you are one of the women that is out there uh, paving the path and trailblazing. And I always think about a cornfield, and I think about the women leaders that carve out that space and build a path, right? That other women can then follow along. And you are one of those people, obviously, what you have been able to create and build and what you have been able to do from the the hard years of your QVC days every single week, right? I, I remember you telling your story about, you know, every weekend and you were staying at the house in Malvern and you're flying back and forth and you're on QVC, how many days out of the year? How many uh, we did over 250 shows a year for eight years straight. 250 yes. shows a year mm-hmm. for eight years straight, you guys. And that that brick, you laid brick by brick by brick, right? Mm-hmm. And built a billion dollar company and then went to be the first CEO, the first woman CEO in L'Oreal, right? I mean, what you've been able to do, and you're one of those people, Jamie, that people look at your story and they connect so deeply with the vulnerability of the things that you've shared about what you felt, what you went through, what you experienced in building that success. And when we had you on the show the first time and, and we talked about your last book, um, I, I remember just reading it and bawling my eyes out and then basically telling every person I know, like every female leader, I was like, you must read this and you must read this and handing out copies of evil, right? So, um, your story is amazing and i would love to hear for you from the last time we spoke with the last book to now worthy hitting the market what has been happening in your life what propelled you to write the new book like talk to me a little bit about the journey and how you arrived on this concept of worthy and why you felt so passionate about dedicating this time and this energy to this message that you're bringing forward now yeah kelly thank you i um you know, literally as we're speaking live uh, right now together in this moment, as everyone's listening, uh, 80% of women feel like they're not enough. Uh, 75% of female executives deal with imposter syndrome. Uh, it is a situation that is um, is huge. A lot of people, you know, post everything that looks really great online and, and you know, and they're working really, really hard to build their confidence and they don't yeah. understand why underneath it all, no matter what they accomplish, they still feel like something's missing or like they're, they're not enough. No matter how much enough they get, they still feel not enough. And, you know, when you shared a little bit about my story just now, I didn't know what I know now, which is that if you do not have self-worth underneath everything, it doesn't matter how much self-confidence you build, doesn't matter how much you accomplish or anything else on the outside, how many dreams you've had your whole life finally come to fruition. If underneath it all, you still haven't done the work to build up that identity of strong self-worth, then you're going to either never feel enough 
or you're going to keep accomplishing these things and always kind of feel like something's missing and like you thought they'd make you happy and you don't know why they're not. And so then you go on to the next thing or on to the next relationship or on to the next job, whatever it might be, still searching for that thing that that really is, is inside of you. And so you know, when I had written Believe It, uh, my first book, and, you know, I sold my company. I started in my living room for over a billion dollars cash. And as you shared, became the first woman uh, to hold a CEO title of a brand and uh, L'Oreal's 100 plus year history, all the things. I was really confident um, in my life and I uh, had worked so hard yeah. to achieve what I thought would make me really happy. Would I finally arrived at feeling enough. And I wasn't sure why I still didn't quite feel that way. And uh, and I also wasn't aware of the difference. And so the reason I wrote Worthy, um, my book Worthy, which by the way, 100% of the proceeds are being donated. It's literally, I wrote it for every single woman and person uh, who has some self-doubt to destroy and a destiny to fulfill. And despite, even if they're really good at hiding it from the world, yeah. They still don't know why inside they do not feel like they're enough. And, you know, this, this all started, um, and I really feel too, Kelly, like where these, the, the best work of my life, like beyond anything I've ever done. Um, and I think it's because there is a universal issue and this is really across every person, 73% of men feel inadequate. Uh, but this in particular is a deep thing for women. And I think, you know, you do so much incredible work on helping women achieve their goals and their dreams and be total badasses and all the things. And, and it's so important. And, and, you know, there was a, there was a pivotal moment in my life where um, I was at what felt like the peak of all these things and getting into Forbes and all the magazine yeah. covers, all these things are happening. And I, my dream my whole life was to meet Oprah. And I had lunch with Oprah at her house, just me and her. And uh, it went over three hours. It was like one of the best, it, it was better than I could have imagined. At the very end of it, she gave me her cell phone number and said, call me anytime. Like you can call me anytime. Yeah. And I did not call her for four years. And for four years, and this is a story, by the way, for anyone right now, whoever has just been stuck and they don't know why, or sabotaged something <laughs> in their life and they don't know why, or took their business or their personal relationship to a certain level, and then literally had things just flip in reverse and they don't know why. So everything in my life was going so well. And then I, I get her number and I don't call her for four years. And in that four year window, like I told myself stories like, oh, I'm just, I'm not calling her yet because I don't have the perfect thing to say. But when I think of the right thing to say, then I'm going to yeah. call, right? Or I would, yeah. or I would say things to myself like, oh, everyone just wants something from her. I'm going to prove I don't. Like I, all these stories yes. I tell myself. And then one day I realized, like it hit me so hard. Like my knowing in my gut was like, you have not called her because deep down inside, you don't believe you're worthy of being her friend. Mm -hmm. And what I realized, Kelly, was at this moment in my life, I had a lot of self-confidence. I had a lot of, you know, which which is often based on external things that fluctuate if we're winning or losing, how we yeah. feel we measure up to other people, if we're keeping the promises we make to ourselves, all those things. And I had a lot of self-confidence and I had a lot of what the world told me success looked like. But underneath it all, I still didn't feel like I was enough. And 
It was that moment that I picked up the phone and called her, but it was also that moment that I became obsessed with, okay, uh, this is a thing. And, and the more I did my research, I'm like 80% of women feel like they're not enough. Like, like what has self-doubt and feeling unworthy already cost us in our lives and in our relationships and in our careers and in our hopes and dreams. And, and when I realized that I am, uh, I became obsessed (laughs) with, with really like, so, so believe it. My first book was really my story of building a cosmetics and all the things that we overcame. And worthy is the book about how do you believe in you? There's like over 20 tools in the book on how do you build unshakable self-worth? Uh, because really when it comes down to it, you Every single one of us, we do not soar to the level of our goals and dreams. We stay stuck at the level of our self-worth and figuring out how to rise and and, and, and raise the level of our self-worth literally changes every single aspect in our entire lives. It's it's so powerful. And I'm so glad that someone that has achieved what you have is bringing this conversation to the forefront because I think worthiness is a silent dream killer that's not acknowledged, it's not explored, it's not a feeling or or a, a discussion that people are used to having, right? Like our generation is the first generation, first of all, that even like talks about our feelings in the way that we do, right? Like we we talk about things, we we explore self-awareness, we we look at parts of ourselves that in in past generations it wasn't even you know it it wasn't top of mind to do these things that we're doing but i think it's so important that someone that has achieved what you have is bringing this conversation to the forefront because it's one of those things that i think like you said it took you four years to finally identify that there was this worthiness thing going on that was actually altering your behavior and preventing you from this whole next level of what could be possible if you let this friendship unfold, what could be possible if you allow this communication to continue. And it's like one of those things where I think the power of what this book is going to do is it's going to allow a lot of us to identify areas where we are subconsciously altering our behavior because of a lack of worthiness, where we don't even realize that we're doing it. And that that's the most devastating thing is like, it's one thing if you know you have an issue and it's like, okay, this is an issue and we'll work on this thing. It's another thing if you don't even realize that's why you're not doing the thing that you're perfectly capable of doing. And I think the book is gonna be so powerful in helping us. You said there's 20 tools in the book. Yeah. 20 tools yeah. in the book, right? So talk a little bit about that because I think this is so key. And I think, like I said, I think it's under the surface stuff sometimes that we don't even realize is going on. Yes, uh, so true. And and here's here's a big thing, which is one of the uh, chapters in the entire book that I think is going to just be life-changing for so many people. Because for a lot of us, let's just take the 80% of us that do not feel enough, right? And by the way, in that group, or 75% of female executives who feel imposter syndrome, they're still crushing it by external measures, right? And so this is something that is so easy to hide, and it's so easy for us to feel alone in these feelings. And, you know, if, if, you know, I'm just going to talk to the one person listening to us right now, right? Let's just say you, the one person listening feels, and inside, you still feel like you're not quite enough. 
So the number one thing is to know, okay, you are not alone. <laughs> you are not alone. It is not you. Uh, it is the majority of us. And here's, here's one of the big tools and big chapters in the book that I think is just going to be so life-changing is that there is a very big confusion out there between self-confidence and self-worth. And they're actually very different things. Both are really important. Both are really important for, for overall fulfillment in life, but they're very different. And when we realize this, it is like a light bulb moment that goes, oh, this is why everything I accomplished still doesn't solve that feeling of not enoughness. Or this is why everybody I please and make happy and all the things still doesn't, right? And so and so here's just kind of um, a quick a quick thing to share on this for, for someone to know, is this a thing in their life? So, yeah. you know, so, so self-confidence is, while it's a deeply internal trait, it is based so much on the external, meaning, um, you know, your own assessment of your skills and abilities, right? And as you get more skill, you become more confident in an area. Um, it's if you're winning or losing, how you feel you stack up compared to other people. If you're keeping promises you make to yourself, your willingness to try and go for it. So yeah. all of those are tied to your self-confidence. And and that's why when we work really, really hard and hit fitness goals, we feel more confident yeah. in our fitness, right? Uh, it can fluctuate up or down based on external circumstances. Self-worth is the deep internal knowing that you are worthy of love and belonging exactly as you are, yeah. not as you achieve, not as, you know, your past mistakes or failures, not as how smart or talented or equipped you feel you are, but literally exactly as you are, exactly as you are. And, you know, in life, uh, we are raised in a culture that is so driven by economic impact and and, and by really well-intended families where we all learn that, okay, you're not happy yet, but the way you're going to get happy is you got to get the, the, the three kids and the white picket fence in the house, or you've got to get this particular job title or this dream car yeah. or these six pack abs. And so then, so then we work right. And, and for anyone listening who's ever done this, you, you have a goal that you dream of and you're like, once I get that, then, yeah. then. Yep. And then you work so, so, so hard and, and, and it might take months or years or decades, but then you eventually get that thing, whether it's having the kids, whether it's the job yeah. or the car, the six pack abs. Yeah. And once you get there, right. Does it solve all of your problems? Are you now happy forever? Are you yeah. fulfilled? Do you finally yeah. feel enough? Yeah. For most people, they arrive there and they feel all this fulfillment for a minute or, yeah. or a week or an hour or a month. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, I don't understand why I still feel this like emptiness inside, like something's missing or like I'm still not enough. And so then yeah. what they do is they go, okay, I must just need to achieve more. I just yes. need to work harder. Yes. So then we go after the next thing, right? Yes. And then the next thing. And we just keep thinking it's our fault that if we just finally yeah. get those things and we get enough and we'll be enough. The issue is all those things, they they, they bring growth, which is important. Mm -hmm. They build a whole lot of self-confidence, which is very, very important. But none of them build self-worth. None of them impact your self-worth. So, so many people literally will spend their entire lives pleasing everyone else and, and achieving and achieving and achieving. And they'll never actually 
be able to enjoy it. And so, yeah. 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 And yeah, so like feel this, that, that feeling of like, yes, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm enough. And, and, and when, and here's the thing too, Kelly, especially cause I know so many people in your community are probably a lot like you and I, where we're ambitious. We have so yep. much to give and serve and create and yep. ideate. And one thing I want to say is that when you build self-worth, let that knowing you're enough exactly as you are, it does not uh, curb your ambition. You actually become so much more ambitious because you you know that even if you fail at stuff, it does not impact your worth. So you become so much more fearless when you know, no matter what you go after, if you win, lose, fail, if you're embarrassed, yeah. you won't fall flat on your face. Like, okay, your, your confidence might fluctuate for a minute, but your self-worth is rock solid. And when yes. you have that, you actually become even more ambitious. And so really learning how to, how to, first of all, just becoming aware of it. Second of all, a lot of people are aware that they don't quite feel enough, but they try to solve it by building self-confidence. And while self-confidence is so important as a piece of fulfillment in life, it does not make you feel enough. It does not build self-worth. So just that awareness of the difference is huge because you're like, okay, great. So I'm still going to work on growing and I'm still going to contribute to and serve other people. And I'm still going to build confidence. And those three things are very important for fulfillment, but I've got a self-worth issue. And now let me figure out what I do about that, because that's the foundation of everything. And we're raised, even so many of us that are blessed enough to have families that just love us so much. Whenever we see them, for most people, they're always asking what we're doing yeah. How's our job yep. going? Yep. What relationship yep. are we in? And we learn to think that those are the things that we need to have to feel enough. We're just never raised that who, for most of us, who we are innately yes. uh, is more than enough. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. So powerful. I think the distinction between the internal and external is is so key because I personally think it's almost like a cultural thing. Where, yeah. where we've been cultivated to believe that the external things are what are going to make you feel validated, make you feel enough, make you feel worthy. And what you're saying is, is these, these are two different tools. These are two completely different things. And one is not going to impact the other, right? You have to do the inside work. And then right. when you do that amazing outside work, you will actually get to feel it embody it, actually feel a sense of belonging. I think something I've heard from a lot of women before Jamie is like, they'll achieve a high level of success. They'll, they'll finally have one of those like life altering moments, right? Of achievement. And they literally feel like they're dressed up in someone else's clothes because they don't, they don't feel worthy of it. They don't feel comfortable in their own skin with the achievement that they created for themselves. And I think what you're sharing is so powerful in helping to bring that together. Um, yeah, and, and I think, it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that, you know, um, one of the things I open worthy with is a whole thing about how, you know, that, 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 that in life, we don't rise to what we believe is possible. We follow what we believe we're worthy of. And in that case, you know, we talk about imposter syndrome, right? Uh, uh, we, we are taught like, oh my gosh, from the time we're little girls or it's, I mean, and I love me a good Disney movie. I love it. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and we see in all the fairy tales that we need a Prince Charming to rescue us or we're, 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 we're going to sleep and sleeping beauty until we wake up. We're Ariel. <laughs> we don't have a voice. We lose our voice until we fall in love and the man kisses us. Yeah. And then we wake up or, you know, Cinderella, we, we learn we have to be rescued. 
um, yeah. and that we're not enough on our own. And yeah. then, you know, we become adult women who then think we can't launch our business or our business isn't going well if we don't have the right mentor. And let me just say mentors are huge. I mentor a lot of women and mentors have been life-changing for me. I love a great mentor. And also it is so important to know that you are enough on your own. And, you know, for me, all the mentors that have been in my life and that are in my life, you know, whenever they give me a piece of advice, I always run it through my own intuition first. And I always go, okay, does this feel right in my gut? And, and sometimes I'll say to them, thank you so much for this advice. I know you've done, you know, you have 30 plus years of experience more than I do. Yeah, It doesn't quite feel right in my gut. So this time I'm going to go with my gut on this. And then other times they'll give me a piece of advice. I'm like, yes, like I know. Right. And so I think, I think the, the more steps and the more work we do on building our self-worth, that's how you walk into a room and you know you belong there. That is how you build a business and get the big title and have the big thing happen and you don't arrive feeling like you don't deserve it because you feel like you're not enough, right? Yeah. And those are all lies. So so in Worthy, when I wrote Worthy, there's like the entire middle uh, uh, two thirds of the book is about the lies that lead to self-doubt and then the truths that wake up worthiness. And there's a whole chapter in that on imposter syndrome because it is such a thing. It is such a thing. And it is a lie. Like the lie that we are not enough will talk us out of our truth. It will, will be doubting. If anyone listening has ever doubted yourself out of your own destiny, like so many of us are so close to doing that. Right. And, and my Oprah example is just one small example, but I've done it in so many areas of my life. And, and I also know that you know, I feel like this conversation is so important um, because when you look at the numbers, it is just staggering, right? And and it's like, okay, even someone, you know, who maybe has had an experience like me where I went after all of these things and worked so hard for it over a decade and then had the success and the outcome I could have only dreamed of. Like Kelly, the days I was a Denny's waitress, I could have never imagined selling my business for over a billion dollars, right? Yes. But yes. I feel like that happened to me. Yeah. Not so I sold my company for a billion dollars. I mean, I'm grateful. I fund leadership training in over a hundred prisons. I do a lot of stuff with that. But I feel like it happened to me so that I can understand, oh, that's not it. That's mm-hmm. not it. Yeah. And it's not that I'm not all for ambition. I am. I work harder now than I ever have. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I, oh, I see it. Yeah. yeah. I, I see, I see that in you. And I, I want to talk about that in a second, but I want to backtrack for one moment because you were just talking about, um, you know, with mentorship and, and running things through your own filter. And it's something that I've been talking so much about on the show, which is self leadership, self trust, right? Becoming self-led, right? Allowing God intuition, yes to mentors, yes to coaches. I'm a coach and mentor too, right? But I don't want people to just take what I say as, you know, the 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 word, right? It's it's trusting yourself and and being in tune with your intuition and I I think decision by committee kills a lot of people's talent, right? When when they don't have that sense of worthiness to trust themselves when they have an instinct, when they have an intuition. And so um, I just want to tie that together for everyone listening to the show, because we've been talking so much about self-leadership, self-trust, you know, intuition, faith. And I feel like what you're saying here, Jamie, with Worthy is like, this is really tying that whole thread together of when you have a sense of worthiness, 
you build a sense of self-trust, you have a sense of self-leadership. And yes, of course, you're still going to seek counsel. You're still going to ask for help, ask for, you know, feedback, but ultimately you, you are the person that is in charge and, and taking charge of your future. And I, I appreciate that, that thread that you just pulled through. And I just think it's important for our listeners here because it's, it's a conversation that we're having. And I think it goes hand in hand. Society is telling everyone that everything they seek is external. When what we know is so much of it is inside and you're bringing people back to that, right? And I think what you said, just learning to trust yourself. And for a lot of people, um, especially women, they've gone their whole lives, you know, like you said, actually making decisions by committee and, 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 and getting a gut feeling, but then just doubting it and going against it. And there's a lot of women, exactly. I hear from so many women that say like, I don't even know how to hear my own intuition. Yep. Like, how do I do that? And it is such an important skill. I think it's the most important skill because when it comes to self-worth, every time that you show up as someone other than who you are, as your representative, or every time you please someone else, when you end up betraying yourself through it, yeah. every time you have a gut feeling and you decide not to trust it, you listen to someone else instead, every one of those situations, you're telling yourself you're not enough as I, you are, I right? Every that. one of those things. And you look at, um, oh my gosh, you look at the scientific data that just just like the negative biases that we have in our brains, right? We we know that when we see one bad comment online, uh, uh, in the U.S. right now, you need to see five positive to even have a neutral response, right? And, and so when you think of the own thoughts you have about yourself, if you think something negative about yourself, or you put yourself down, you need to think something positive, uplifting five times just to be neutral. And most people, right? And, and similarly, if you then, you know, have a gut feeling, but you listen to someone else or you show up in yes. an interaction and oh. don't say how you really feel or who you really are, or you show up as your representative. Every time that happens, it's a betrayal of trust to your own self-worth. You need five or more opposite, <laughs> positive, showing up as who you fully are, trusting how you really feel, saying what you really need, just to get back to neutral yeah. self-worth. And so some of these tools, when you start looking at the science behind them, and then also like, and, and what I love though, is that this isn't complicated. It's just awareness. And it's like, for me- It's, it's awareness, people, yes. It's awareness. And then so the powerful. tools that feel like the head explosion emoji, that they're actually really easy to apply right now that you start building your self-worth and learning to trust yourself. There's a whole chapter that goes deep into how do you hear uh, your own intuition and build it. And whether for you it's through the universe or meditation or through prayer and God, it's like learning how to just get still, hear it and trust it, learning how to look back at past experiences in your, in your life where you either did trust yourself or didn't and what happened so that you build that muscle of intuition. Yeah, we go deep and worthy on, on how to do that because to your point, yeah. it is so important and learning to trust yourself is a foundational tool of raising your self-worth. And if you wanna double your business, double your self-worth. Oh Let my gosh. Amen. Right <laughs> Amen. So I have one quick question I want to ask before we wrap up. And then obviously we want everybody to go grab their copy of the book. Uh, I want to acknowledge you. I, you know, I don't really consume a lot of content online. I read a ton of books. I read a ton of books. I'll, I'm going to consume that book in five minutes. Um, but you are someone that after 
exiting the company and creating what you did, I just, I see you showing up with all of your heart, all of your energy, all of your everything. You're so present. You're challenging yourself in new ways. Like I see you, like I see you. And I'm like, wow. And, and, you know, obviously by choice, right. And so much of what you're doing is philanthropic at this point. And, you know, you're, you're, the book, the proceeds of the book are, you know, going to give back and all of these things. So talk just for like 30 seconds, Jamie, about um, just kind of your vision for yourself and and that next level of where you're going now um, in a new and different way. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Kelly. I am. So, you know, I think my mission on this earth is to help, especially women feel less alone and more enough. Uh, And I'm so passionate about it. When I look at everything I've done, I think that's the through line through it. Um, what I know, and and I think Oprah coined this phrase actually, is that every one of us, you know, is really here to to live the highest, truest expression of ourselves. And I know what I know for sure is that you need self worth, and yep. you also need to be doing something greater than yourself uh, to ever feel fulfillment. And um, you know. And and this year for me, that looks like, you know, spending my entire life getting this book worthy into everyone's hands, even though 100% of the proceeds are being donated. Like this, this, I feel like no girl, no woman, no person left behind and knowing they're worthy. I am so passionate about it. Um, And, and, you know, no matter where someone's at in their ability to give time or, 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 or money or attention or their works uh, to, to something greater than themselves, like it can come in the simplest ways of just, you know, you just spent a moment and you you just told me, I see you is what you did. Mm-hmm. And that is the greatest gift we can give mm-hmm. to anyone else. And for everyone joining us, like, even if you, even if that's the one thing you're like, okay, let me just actually start really seeing someone, whether it's in the Starbucks line, whether it's the neighbor, yeah. let me just really let them know. I, I see them the way you just did for me. Like, even if it's a stranger and you just, give an authentic compliment. Like for most people, that is the only time someone's going to actually see them that day, that week, that month, some people that year. And you just get that sense of like, oh, wow, I am doing something greater than myself. And so for me, that's, that's really what this is all about. And I just, I think all the things we each go through in our lives, even the tough times, the things we're embarrassed about, the setbacks, I think we make it through it so that we can now help others make it through it. Hundred <laughs> you know? percent. That's it. Yeah, that, that, I just that's that it. sense of purpose. And so most of my life, I mean, people see my story and they're like, "Oh, Danny's waitress builds billion dollar company." Um, but my real story is also a girl who most of my life didn't feel enough, and yeah. it wasn't until very recently and becoming obsessed with how do you solve that uh, that I've figured out how. And so I'm just honored and grateful to hopefully share that with every single girl and woman who you know knows their those are destined for greatness. And it's about yeah. time to believe in it. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're doing this work. Thank you. Thank you. It's a gift yeah. for sure. So let's invite everyone. Where can they get the book? Where can they go to order it right now? Yes, and let's, let's get this book exciting. out in the world. Yeah. Yes. And I want to say to you, Kelly, oh my gosh. Okay. When you get your copy at home of Worthy, um, I put a library card in the back because this is my ask to every single woman, especially person. I will say person. When you get it and you get through your book, will you write your name in it, but write someone else's name and give your book to somebody? Um, unless you want to keep a billion notes in it, then give one to someone if you can. But I, I really want to pass your book on to, to another woman because 
I'm so passionate about this. Like, I really believe we can change the world. I mean, if women believed in themselves, oh my gosh, the, the businesses that would just explode and accelerate, exactly. you know what I mean? The unhealthy oh friendships or relationships that would end. And so you can grab it anywhere books are sold. And, and when you go to worthybook.com, um, there's some just thank you gifts on there for free as well at worthybook.com. Uh, and um, and I'm really, I'm excited. I'm grateful for the chance to talk with you about it as well too, Kelly. So thank you. Yeah. So worthybook.com. Worthybook.com. Yes. We're going to put everything in the show notes down below. Don't just get one for yourself. Get one for yourself, for all the other female business leaders that you know. Give it out as a holiday gift. Gift someone with something in their life that they're not going to return after the holidays that is actually going to change their life for the better. So grab your copy. Grab a few copies for your business besties. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Such powerful, amazing leadership for women and that that's the thing about you jamie is like you are someone that is in the cornfield that is literally plowing pathways for other leaders and just i want you to know that and, and a thank you from all of us all in this together thank you as you are as well that's why you see it in me because it's in you so thank you thank you for that thank you thanks Kelly. for tuning in everybody Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.